major. Uh, at, ain't shit. nobody got time for that. Everybody got time for that. Ah. All right. <laughs> Listen, it's showtime. Uh, uh. Turn Where are you going to be? Headphones. Turn up my headphones. Where are you going to be live? Uh, I'm going to be uh, at the Denver Improv, April 11th through 14th. You guys, please come see me. And then April 17th through 20th, Crackers Comedy Club in downtown Indianapolis. Moon Tower Festival in Austin, Tejas, April 24th through 27th. Um, and then after that, Cleveland Improv, May 9th through 12th. But before that, very important, April 16th. Yeah. Bank Flappers. It's a special fundraiser for Theo Huxtable. That's right. Our yep. dog. Our dog. We're doing a special fundraiser to raise funds so yeah. we can get monies to pay for our... Uh, dog that is now doing much better. Our $6 million dog. Our $6 million dog has a bill. Um, so if you come and see us, it's going to be a crazy lineup. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. You'll you'll see um, Bertrand, um, Matt Al- Flavor, Alberto, Alberto uh, guitar guy, Brian Hayner, Mary Lynn, Rice Cub, yours truly, Christina P., and it's my birthday. Um, so come out to the show. That'll Happy be a lot of fun. Smurf and support Theo. To you. All right. Now, um, you can catch me. All right? Can you? What, what is that? What is that noise? She's doing a vine. Oh. Do you think you could not do that while I'm fucking doing a plug? That's that my cousin you're talking to. You watch your mouth. <laughs> I've trying to hold it in for so long. I, kept, I thought it was a neighbor yelling out yeah, here it's and shit. I didn't know what it was. Yeah. Oh. I kept I hearing, and I'm like, what? What do really? you mean? I didn't hear anything. Didn't oh, God, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's so <laughs> funny. <laughs> These pick up stuff. Oh, is that Did you right? not know that? Oh, I didn't, I I didn't just laugh uh, randomly. I was laughing because I was holding it. I kept hearing this. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what is that? Where's that coming from? Tom uh-huh. just went. That's my cousin Julie, everybody. He <laughs> <laughs> just gave it a knock. All right. Right now, you're, if you're listening, I'm in Cincinnati at Go Bananas, so come check me out there. Uh, next week, Vancouver at the Comedy Mix, April 11th through 13. Of course, the Theo Huxtable show, my birthday show, April 16th at Flappers. Um, April 18th through 21, I'll be in San Jose at the Improv, the full charge. The concierge is coming with me. Uh, so that's nice. going to be fun. And then at the end of the month, Orlando, the 25th through 28th. Um, Toronto, I'm doing the High on Trees Underground Weed Club. Um, <laughs> May 2nd through 4. Okay. Our tickets are moving well, so please fill that place up if you're in Toronto. And then uh, Portland and Seattle, Christine and I are coming together May 17th and 18th. You can get tickets at yourmomshousepodcast.com, also tomsegura.com or christinacomedy.com. Oh, you know what? I didn't even plug my shit like that. Oh, at no. Christina P is my Twitter handle, and Tom's Twitter handle is at fartmaker. That's F A R T M A K E R. What so, about you, Sickle Cell? What you got? Uh, I will be at the Hollywood Improv on April the 13th and the 17th. The newly renovated okay. and remodeled it looks Hollywood nice. Improv. Yeah. Is it really? It's been, I haven't been there in a minute. It's not open right now. Uh, oh, I don't know. Shit. When does this come out? Friday. Okay, so April 13th, 17th, Hollywood <laughs> Improv. Is it? It's not open right now? I don't think right now it is. I think they're redoing, uh, you know, closed for remodeling until like right around that time. Hmm. I could not be any hotter. Is anybody else hot? No, just you, I pig. I am dying. Not hot at all. Really? Fuck. Mm. All right. Well, there's that. You're um, the first person I'm calling if I ever need to escape somewhere. What's your Twitter handle, Ryan? At Ryan Sickler. 
S I C K L E R. That's right. RyanSickler.com. Okay. Uh, all right. I'm at Tom Segura, and um, my wife is a. So follow her there. Mm. <laughs> I'm not really sure what that was. It um, sound, sound like you guys brushing your dog's teeth. <laughs> Am so, I right? Am I right? All right. My favorite spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. Wow. How have I been living like this? It's kind of like when you find out that you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. More like, wow, how have I been affording this? It's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. We use Mint Mobile at the office and we have been saving so much money since switching over. And setting up a Mint Mobile's website was super easy. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash mom. That's mintmobile.com slash mom. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash mom. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 per month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speeds slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. You ready to start the show? I'm so excited I broke out in a song when your mom yeah. was out. You ready to start the show? <laughs> mm-hmm. We haven't started yet? This yeah. is off the Holy rails, Christ. Pre-show. Man. Pre-show. This is a good It's like one. pre-cum right here. Here we go. This is it. It's exactly, <laughs> so good. That's exactly what it so is. So good. Shit. My direction's full now. Let's get it started. Let's start it. Come and get everything right. Say for your first and last name, please. You let me know when you're ready now. Yeah, we're ready. Yeah, say and spell your first and last name, please. What do you want me to start off? Say and spell your first and last name, please. What? Say and spell your first and last name. Okay. They call me Handman. Okay. All right. What's your, what's your, what's your real name? Jose Aguirre. Okay, will you spell your first real name? Huh? Spell your first last name. First you can't read. My name is Jose Aguirre. Okay, well, I need to know how to spell it. Well, I didn't let you know. I'm down here from Detroit, Michigan. Okay. I born and raised him. Okay. I lived here 33 years. I thought things might would change, but I see it ain't changing okay. no more. Can, can I get you to spell your name for me? O Z E W. I just told you. Okay, will you spell your last name? J I Y. Okay. Okay. So, okay. so were you here yesterday when the storm came? Well, no, I wasn't here. Okay. I wasn't here. Okay. So I was right around town. And uh, they told me, say, you better go on Gallup Street. That you stay, you stay with your vision niece. I said, yeah. So you better go down there and say, say the storm must have hit something. I didn't know this house. I came down here. I saw all the limbs and things around. Right? I saw a hole in the window. I said, what's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Don't bring anyone loving to this. Your mom in the fucking stand. Welcome. Welcome to your mom's oh, house. Shit. With Tom Segura. And Christina Pajitsin. Christina Pajitsin. Welcome to your mom's house. Oh, shoulder moves, guys. Shoulder roll. Shoulder roll. And work it. One, two, three. What's going on here? All right. Well, 
<laughs> if you haven't yet figured it out, um, one of the original gangsters is back in your mom's house. Yeah, yay! It is the the podcat, Ryan Stickler. You like a song to me, man? You like a son to me, man? You are Welcome. like a son to me. Oh, Welcome. thanks for I am so fucking excited to be here. Thanks for coming, man. You have no idea. We just fed you, man. You fed the shit out of me. Yeah. I had... Um, it was, I believe, a Nutella crepe. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Start. Palachinta. How do you say it? Palachinta. Palachinta. <laughs> Did I say that right? Yeah. It's their word for crepe. You right. said yes, it's right. crepe. It's crepe. And then it's a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. <laughs> and it's then fine. I had what was the second thing I had called? The ch- it was chicken stew pasta. It Chirica, was delicious. Uh, Chirica paprikash. Chirica paprikash. There you go. I got yeah, close on that. Why don't you introduce close. the next person on the mic? Well, uh, you guys, super special treat. Uh, please welcome to your mom's house my favorite cousin, uh, Julie Pajitsky. You like a son of me, man. <laughs> you like a son of me, man. <laughs> like a son of me, man. Welcome, Julie. I'm uh, happy to be here. <laughs> I'm already crying, motherfucker. <laughs> Good to have you. <laughs> Uh, what's going on here? <laughs> How'd you find that clip? Where did that it's come great, from? It's great, right? What's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> that, I like that he said he was born and raised in Detroit, and he uh, said, I've lived here 33 years. He sounds like he's 83. Yeah. He's, he's old. He's not 33. No, I, I think what he was trying to say, I came down from Detroit. I'm from here, which is where they were doing, they were doing the interview in the South. Oh, it he was wasn't, like, I'm from here. Oh, that wasn't in I Detroit. Be, I was born and raised in Detroit. I live in Detroit. I came down here. He said, it sounded like he said D12 when he said Detroit. He, D12. Might, he might have been in Just D12, real fast. the group. Yeah. And then there was a lot of shit. I was 12. The only shit he said clearly was, what's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> Everything else was like, and you're like, what the fuck are you talking about? And he also would, could not understand, spell your name. Yes. He's like, they call me the hangman. Yes. And they're like, no, that's not what we're talking that's, about. Man. Will you spell that? Will you spell that? You can't read. You can't read. <laughs> Like but, she was holding his license yeah. or something. Yeah. <laughs> like she just like, could you spell it for a news interview? No, he done an L, man. He was so upset about this. This going to be in the paper. <laughs> could you imagine how awful that is to be that interviewer and to deal with lunatics like that every week? He, oh my God. And he was, he was uh, fighting her the whole way. Like it was not just once. It was like, spell your name. He's like, I'm a hangman. And then it was, yeah, so spell your name, oh, which you can't read. And then, it was, <laughs> then he said his name. I am Ozal Gary. She's like, can you spell it? He fought her the whole fucking way. And then I just, I like somebody who talks like that. And then for his storytelling, he gave you his thought voice. That's what that was. Oh, he was talking, talking. And then he was like, oh, no, I am. That was his inside. How hilarious would it be if his inside head voice was British? (laughs) (laughs) Spoke so clear. Like Downton Abbey. Yeah. I keep thinking everyone's trying to outdo each other ever since. The ain't nobody got time for that. Yes, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. now you keep seeing funny clips from the news, and they're all trying to outdo each other with weird, crazy shit. That they're saying. It's interesting, isn't it? It is. It is. Yeah. They're like, I want to. I want that clip on YouTube where everyone watches. There's a new one. That's your new celebrity now. There's a new one, the Kabuya one. We haven't even played it. Have you heard that yeah, one? Yes, so I've seen that one on you heard Facebook. It yet? Yeah. No, I don't think so. This I'll play it for you. This is like a. A news thing. I don't. I. I wonder if like the um, if people do interviews now, just being like, I'm going to make this shit crazy. I think so. I, I, see, it's, it's an it, easy way. It is. And the, the cult, I went hiking the other day, and uh, there was a guy. He's probably in his mid fifties, and he was wearing nothing but a tight pair mm. of like purple thongs, mm. full mm. fucking <laughs> erection, <laughs> full erection. He had uh-huh. little tiny socks and and tennis shoes, sneakers, mm. and he's talking on his phone, stopped, 
And as you're coming up the hill, he's facing across you. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. And the whole time, like this guy's got a f- his dick is completely hard. It's yeah. it's out. Everyone's passing it. And the, my immediate thought was, there's probably a hidden camera in this tree over here. No. And they're waiting for no, a reaction. No, he's doing it on purpose. No. Can I tell you? And how then I fall pedophile. How many dicks I've seen in public? Have you seen a ton of dicks? <laughs> oh, uh, there used to be uh, when I went to middle school. Uh, there was the uh, big old soccer field, and then there were a bunch of houses lined up mm. against it, just separated by a chain link fence. Every day, there was this guy. Every time there were girls on the field, he he would come out naked, and he would start by being in the house, like doing jumping jacks mm-hmm. in front of the window, like to, to entice you. Well, that's how that is how to start <laughs> an erection. Or he'll like water the plants outside. How old is this guy? Uh, I don't know. Uh, he looked like maybe. 40s or something and then he would just that's too yeah, old to pull your dick out for sure yard. <laughs> yeah. yeah and then once he got your attention he would do inappropriate shit like what? as if that's not inappropriate <laughs> then he was yeah, really even more up. so uh, yeah he would kind of play with himself but uh, but if you asshole. laughed at him and pointed at him then he would go back into the there, house that's the uh, secret yeah. you got it yeah, and that's the secret is you must shame the perverts. Yes. You can't act yes. shocked because then it gets that's them harder. What they want. Yeah, yeah. But mm. I guess uh, the principal said that he had to call the cops like at least four or five uh, times. Easy, of course. Yeah, <laughs> cops like, come on, let's go get Gary again. <laughs> <laughs> I used to work at a retail store on Melrose Avenue. Every day at noon, a guy would park his car. The store was called No Problem. <laughs> Across from Aardvarks of Melrose, it was the shit. One of the lowest what points. What kind of, my, of store was it? Oh, it was the lowest like point in my life. Or some shit? Yeah, it's a shitty Melrose boutique. Yeah. Everything was a size two, you know. And right. I worked for a tweaker that had a, a severe coke problem. Anytime there was more than two people in the store at once, at she would Aardvarks have a, a breakdown. Or? No, no, this oh, is a no problem. Okay. My store oh, was called okay, No okay. Problem. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> It is what it is, man. And, uh, it is what it is. I heard they branched off like uh, down in New Mexico. There's no problemo down there. <laughs> but this guy would pull up every day, his car right there, and we had windows, and he would just jerk it in the car. And it was Damn. the same thing where we were just like, well, time to call the cops on fucking Gary again. Yeah. And just, just it was fun. a routine. Why, yeah. though? Why? First of all, it's amazing he got that spot every day. I it's know. tough to do on Melrose. On Melrose, yeah. Secondly, was he attracted to someone that worked in your store? Like, why always? Did he look in while he was doing it? Or Absolutely. was he just pulling it? Well, because it was cute girls. We were all 20-year-old mm. cute chicks working at No Problem. And that was why. It was me. Ain't nobody got time for that. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me and this Italian girl and then the tweaker. Yeah, and some other broads. Dicks in public. I guess I think uh, girls see it way more, though, right? My whole I mean, life I've seen dicks in public. Do you see a lot of dicks life. in public? Uh, no, I see them at the gym, but I don't yeah. see... Like, people at the gym are unashamed. I, really? One time, and I want to tell you a story about a dick in public, but I want to tell you <laughs> okay. this because I'll forget this. This is one of the grossest things I've ever fucking seen in my <laughs> life. Order your alcohol with DoorDash today and drink in the savings. Use code YMH24 to get 25% off, up to $15 value on a $35 minimum subtotal on your next alcohol order for eligible users only. The alcohol selection on DoorDash is top shelf. With thousands of stores all over the country, you're sure to find what you're looking for and more. Beer, wine, mixers, mocktails, and more can be delivered straight to your door. Save up to 25% off, up to $15 value when you spend $35 or more with code YMH24. So whether 
you're grabbing drinks for an event or staying in for the night, DoorDash is here to help you have a great evening any evening. Terms apply. Must be 21 or older to order alcohol, drink responsibly, delivery and promotions available only in select markets. Buying someone jewelry is usually a great experience all around. They get a beautiful gift and you get the unforgettable moment of seeing the look on their face when they open it. The only tricky part figuring out how to get the perfect piece at the best price. This is what I recommend for any jewelry purchase. Source it from BlueNile.com. Blue Nile offers thousands of independently graded diamonds and fine jewelry at prices significantly below traditional retail. They also offer peace of mind with every purchase with some of the highest quality standards in the industry. They're available 24-7 by phone or chat to answer technical questions and give recommendations for every budget. I know it can be overwhelming. I've been in that position. And what you want when you're getting into something like jewelry is an expert to help guide you along the way. You can feel great about your purchase because Blue Nile also offers a diamond price match guarantee. And just in case you're not satisfied, there's 30-day returns. Shop Blue Nile today and experience the ease and convenience of the original online jeweler. Go to BlueNile.com today. That's BlueNile.com. I went to the gym <laughs> and... Uh, I love these stories there so was, much. They have hand dryers. You know, mm-hmm. They have one up here, and a lot of people would step under it and do their hair. Mm-hmm. And then they have one that's you know about uh, mid-gut, and you can do your hands. See where this is going. Yeah. Already, and yeah. I come out of the... I'm taking a leak, and I come out of the <laughs> stall, and as I come out of the stall, there's this old dude there... Mm-hmm. And probably in his 80s, and he's buck naked with flip flops, <laughs> and he's got he's uncircumcised, and he has the tip of his dick rolled back, and he's uh, air drying the uh, uncircum the no. circumcised skin so it doesn't get all wet and stank. No. And I was like, what the uh. fuck? <laughs> so I guess it happened so many times that there was a sign. I even tweeted it out. It was no a while ago. It said, Hair, hand dryers are for your, quote, hands only. Because so many dudes are just fucking <laughs> holding, holding their, their shaft yeah. up and getting their ball bag yeah. all dried yeah. off and shit, and then they just walk out. It's a sad, sad place it's, when you have to specify what the yeah, hand dryers are for. That's where I fucking see it. But I, I knew a girl that went to college, and she... Uh, had a dick. Uh, it was a creepy thing. So she had a dick. She had a dick in public incident. She. Oh. So they were. Um, oh, so many dicks. She, I, I mean, how much time you got? I, got <laughs> I want to hear it. She. Ugh. She and some girls rented a house up in uh, Western Maryland. They went to college, and the son of the landlord would come over and cut the grass. And when he would get there, he would wear like flip flops and just a, a like a t shirt that didn't come all the way down and nothing else. <laughs> So no. he'd have a T-shirt on, but his ass and dick are completely out. And he's just mowing the lawn like that. And he's been picked classy. up several times for doing this. And they were like, what the fuck? So they call him like, hey, your, your son's cutting the grass with his dick out. And uh, it's kind of not That's looking good over here in the neighborhood. Yeah. You know? And he's like, yeah, well. And he does that. We had some problems in Florida. Yeah. So we had to relocate. Wow. Next, wow. Like next week after... They had locked themselves out, and they asked. They had to go down. He lived under the house in like the basement, so they were going down, and they were scared to do it. But they needed to get keys to get in, so they go knock on his door. <laughs> I'll never forget this. She said, "This dude was winter at this point." Oh no, wait, it wasn't winter because he's just cutting grass. They go down. Dude opens the fucking door. He is buck naked, and he's eating a raw onion with ketchup on it. Okay. Like it's an apple. And he's just like, what do you girls need? And they're like, (laughs) ah, for you to put some fucking pants on. 
and some spare keys. And then he had been watching them through. They went into his place, Yikes. dirt floor. It wasn't remodeled or anything. And uh, he had been watching them through holes. They saw the holes in the wall. So they called the police and he got picked up. Creepy, creepy. That's a mentally ill guy for sure. Totally. Yeah. Totally. totally. What do you mean? God damn. You don't think not, so? It's not something you'd be into doing. I think it's. I mean, the dirt floor is the only the part that I find. <laughs> the dirt floor is. Well, yeah. yeah. I don't have a problem with the holes too. in the. How the about watching ketchup the girl? On on Come on, ketchup on an onion. Yeah, a raw onion. <laughs> Didn't you work with a comedian who can part. remain unnamed uh-huh. who uh, answered the door one time naked? Yes. Uh, yeah. God, I wish I could name this guy. Yeah. So I was doing shows. CBS. No, I'm just kidding. Sinbad. Kevin Hart. Uh, I was in a Dan te- Whitney. I was in a Texas. <laughs> I wish I got. It was. I wish I was in a Texas. Get in, a, in, a, in a real, real uh, heavy Latin community. I mean, I'm not even sure the the audience spoke like English. they were. They were fat people <laughs> or heavily. Oh, oh, no. Populated. Latin. It was mostly Mexican. But heavily populated, not heavy Mexicans. Not not fat gotcha. Mexicans though. Just like predominantly Mexican crowds. And uh, these shows we were doing, it was terrible. The booker misbooked our hotel rooms. We got evicted halfway through the day. It's a good gig. It was a sweet, it's going sweet straight yeah. so far. Oh, oh, I ended up going on a drug run. <laughs> they picked me up from the hotel, and the guy's like, "We got to make what? a stop. We yep. got to make a stop. Yep. Yeah, at my hotel. That's where we need no, to stop first. No, yeah, I stopped nah. somewhere where there was tinfoil on the windows. What? I had to wait in the car, and the guy does a drug run. Comes. It was just a fucking nightmare. What drug? Do you know what he picked up? Fuck if I know. I mean, I'm. Not you know what it was? Ask. You like, know what it was? What? Well, what happened later was cocaine. It was okay. Oh, that's right. Do you know that I haven't even put this together? Until Wait right you here. You said. Wait that. right here. I'll be right back. So, oh my 15 god. Fifteen minutes. You're sitting in a car waiting to get shot. You don't know what the oh. fuck's going on. So the best. Were part you freaking is, out? Um, or were you oddly, like, no? Oddly enough, I had done enough shit gigs that year that this wasn't that bad compared to other shitty <laughs> things I'd done. So it was, you know, whatever. So we get to the hotel. We're getting evicted. Because uh, the booker misbooks us. And this other comic I'm working with, who shall remain nameless, was pretty popular in the 80s. And he has a, a particular shtick. John Lovett. Crush it. John Lovett <laughs> was in a... That's a dice clay, was it? <laughs> so, so this guy... <laughs> this guy decides to stay up all night and do blow and party in his room. And uh, the cops have to come to evict us because he's not leaving. This guy refuses to leave. The comic refuses to leave? Yeah, I'm, I'm long gone. I'm sitting in the car fucking watching as the cops knock on this comic's door. And they're like, you got to get out. You got to get out. And he opens the door, buck naked, wow. and blow everywhere. And the cops are like, uh, you know, you got to get out of here. And he's like, don't you know who I am? And he uh, says his catchphrase uh-huh. from this movie that he's in. Well, he's you're like, really you're selling him out now. <laughs> no, nobody knows the line. Well, you're good. All right. Okay. Okay. But this guy says this line from the movie that he's in, and he's buck naked. And the cops are like, yeah, no, you're still a piece of shit. You're getting arrested. <laughs> and as he's getting handcuffed, I'm driving away, just like fucking laughing because he's such a piece of shit. Uh, so he gets cuffed naked. He's cuffed naked. Oh, I never want to go to jail. I've Makes seen that. Naked. That was always stand out on cops when they're like, I yes. got some pants on, man. Yeah, <laughs> I get some pants on, man. on PCP, too. They're <laughs> always, always naked. You're right. Always yes. naked. Who the fuck does PCP? Like, That's how the Paul do you Chuck even... Paul, girl. <laughs> how Paul do you find PCP? Where do you get it? I, uh, <laughs> my brother, um, I don't know if I've ever told this story on your... I, I can never remember what the fuck. I repeat myself like an old person. But my brother That's one time, I... Have been slightly adventurous in my drug use, slightly, a little bit of shit here and there, but I've never 
never cocaine, never acid, never the heavy, heavy, heavy shit, PCPs. or. <laughs> so, But I like to be around people that are on it because I like to see what fucking happens to somebody. Yeah, And um, we were in, uh, when we lived in my, my grandmother had passed, we, we lived in her little row home and it was a summer day, no air, it's humid as shit in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. And my brother comes home and he's like, we got a joint. I'm like, great. He's like, dipped in PCP. I'm like, oh, nope. Fuck. No thanks. <laughs> no. He's like, we're going to try it. And fuck it's, that It's shit. my brother Back and my away, cousin and a dirtbag friend of my cousin's. <laughs> Is your, wait, your cousin Gary? No, no. He had done enough PCP. <laughs> he didn't. I mean, he probably still felt the effects. Yeah. So they're like, do you want any? And I'm like, no, but I want to sit here and see what happens to you guys. And uh, <laughs> we're sitting in a circle, you know, like dirtbags in a chair by the front door. <laughs> Cousins directly across from him. I'm, it's you know, a safe environment. Bottom right like corner of the square <laughs> here, and my brother's here. We make up the four corners of the square yeah. in this little living room. It's hot as shit, and my cu- and he lights it instantly. It smells fucking weird, you know. And so I was like, whoa. And he hits one hit, takes a big hit, passes it to me. I give it to my brother. He one hits. Dirtbag one hits. <laughs> back to cousin. They all put it out. One and done. They're like, oh, man. And my brother, I look over at my brother, and he starts breathing heavy. He's like, <laughs> I'm like, you all right? And he's like, I think I'm going to go upstairs and lay down. And my cousin's like, at this point, he's just like, don't. You probably shouldn't go be by yourself. And my brother's like, no, I'm really, I'm going to go upstairs and lay down. And uh, he gets up and he walks in a circle right in front of us. And he sits back down in the chair. And I look at him and I go, what the hell was that? And he looked at me and he said, dead serious, when did you get up here? (laughs) motherfucker thought he climbed steps and went to his bedroom and i was like you just walked in a circle in front of everybody and sat back down like a dog and then dirtbag stands up and just screams and bolts out the front door and i'm like what the fuck and i go look at the door guy gets in his car and leaves i'm like oh my god and i'm looking at these two like you should that's your you should stop him he should not be driving they can't move yeah and then, like a couple minutes later, I hear a few doors down. So we're in a row home, and if you don't know what a row home is, they all fucking look alike. It's just a block of brick with homes built into it. So we hear this woman like three doors down scream, ah! and I run to the door, and it's fucking dirt bag on PCP. He forgot his wallet, and he thought that house was our house. It just went like, "What's up?" On PCP at some stranger's house, and this woman fucking. <laughs> <laughs> grabbed it. I'm like, you should really sit here. You should, and bam, back in the car and gone. Oh my god! Oh, you remember? So remember when I was in the dark, walking around in the dark one time? <laughs> I do on PCP, yeah. not on PCP. Oh. <laughs> no, just some uh, pops. Yeah, I think I think actually the, the the thing that I don't know what I took, and I and it definitely wasn't weed, was when I was like ten years ago. I was in Peru, and I brought uh, I brought uh, Casey with me, and everybody who listens to the show uh, knows Casey. <laughs> That's Casey. So we go down there and we ask we ask Roro. You remember Roro uh, to hook us up with weed. Oh, I remember Roro. Right. Yeah, Roro who <laughs> Roro who didn't understand, didn't know the word for a comedian uh, in Spanish. So when I told him, he was like, "What do you do now?" I was like, "I'm a comedian." He's like, "What? Like what? What's that?" I was like, "You know, like get up in front of people." And and try to make him laugh, and he was like, "Oh, you're a clown," and I was like, "No, I'm not a clown." <laughs> he was like, "That's what clowns do," and I was like, "Nah, man, but it's 
it's not the same thing. And he was like, if you make fun of, like, you make laugh, people joke and laugh. And he's like, that's what clowns do. And I was like, nah, man. He does have a point. But he does have a point. But feel I feel that like, way I sometimes. mean, when it shakes down to its core, yeah. he was we're like, fucking clowns. You're a fucking clown, man. Um, so I was like, we want to get wee. So he's like, all right. And he took us, he took us to the school, university. And he was like, uh, just have $30. The guy wants $30. And I was like, okay. Because we weren't, we were just trying to get like a, a joint or something. And we go, and he's like, it's that guy over there. So I have to go do the deal in Peru. Oh, fuck that. Are you yeah, crazy? Dude, locked up abroad yeah. over yeah, there starting right say. now. Well, Pre-roll. I was yeah. 21. I, was, I, I could have been on the show. But anyways. I've been out by 40. I give, <laughs> I give, him, I give him $30, and he hands me like four <laughs> ounces. And I was like, oh, my God. And I was like, am I supposed to give him 300? Like, this feels wrong. Cause I, I'm going to give you a quarter pound. Yeah. No, I want an ounce. <laughs> Man, quarter ounce. I'm gonna give you a quarter pound. It's so much. So I for thirty dollars. Thirty dollars. I put it in my jacket. There's like a inside zipper thing in the jacket, and I go. I just walk, and I, I'm with Casey, and, and he's like, "You get it?" I'm like, "Dude, we got, we got a lot more than thirty dollars worth." He's like, "Really?" I go, "Oh my god." We get back to the place and we open it and it just doesn't look like weed. It's leafy, but it's not. Oh. Weed. But are you were you scared the whole time? Because that's a lot. Like if you get busted with that, I was. I wasn't. I was a lot of weed, man. I wasn't scared. Um, that is a life ruining amount. Yeah, it was a lot. Yeah, it was a life ruining amount. Yes, <laughs> but maybe more pissed off thinking it might not be. I just I was confused as to what. Well, I mean, I was a little nervous for the exchange. Once I had it, I knew like. We're gonna get in his car. Like we, the, the cops aren't gonna fuck with us. We're coming from the university. It's fine. We're gonna go. To the we went back to the house. We go up to the room. We open it up, and I'm like, "This shit does not look like just standard weed. It doesn't look like weed. It looks like I don't know. It's like uh, it's leafy. It's like and shitty weed. Kind of. Like I oregano. Mean, <laughs> kind of. Yes. Kind of. Uh, and it, it, there's no stems. It's but there's also no there's no chunks. Like there's no buds. It's just all a brick. Uh, no, it's all broken and like oh, it we, is? yeah. So I'm like, this is weird. So, anyways, we smoke it and like uh, we we roll a joint, and the three of us are just fucking blitzed. And then we're laughing. And then I'm I remember just being like, ah, oh, do you guys do you guys feel you guys feel that cold? And they're like, no, it's not cold. <laughs> That's death. And I was like, oh, I'm cold. And then I go, do you guys hear the do you guys hear the train coming? <laughs> you yeah. heard a train. I heard a train, and I go, that train's coming. And they're like, no, there's no train. And then I was just out of it. So the next day, I was like, yo, man, I heard a fucking train. And they're like, you're out of your mind. Like, you're high as shit. The next night, we light that shit up again. Okay. And part two of it. Part this. two yeah. gets super high. And I'm laying in bed. Casey's laying in the other bed. And like, no, like an hour into it, we're super high, just laying there. And he goes, ah, man. And I go, what? He goes, Dude, I think I hear that train. <laughs> oh God, definitely in your head. Because I don't hear it now. <laughs> ayahuasca? What did you guys call that? I, salvia? I don't know. Yeah, salvia. I don't know. What that shit's called? Dude, speaking of dicks in public, do you remember the first time <laughs> as when you're no when you're a guy that like when you're in pub like you're a kid right you you know you're you understand you don't even understand your body obviously but you're seven eight nine and then like you see either your dad naked or like like you go to a gym or like a public pool and you're like what the fuck is that <laughs> yeah and you i remember going to like rolling hills a swim place a public place and you change we all everyone wore speedos like on like little swimmers like they had swimming hour everyone had speedos and then like the kids who were like 14 would change and you'd see pubic hair and you're like oh shit <sighs> like is that what your dick's supposed to look like because my dick felt like a pinky 
Yeah. A hairless one. <laughs> like a like a newborn like mouse. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. just all shaken and scared <laughs> and weird bumps and shit yeah. on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it's on medication. It's yeah. a dick taking oh. pills. Like it's getting ready to be yeah. fed to a snake. <laughs> yeah. And that's what the guys had and hair all over you. Like, fuck, man. When does this thing get hair? It, it totally jars you when you're when you're a boy and you're like, how come my shit doesn't oh, it, look like that? It jars that? you when you're a woman. I mean, a girl. When my, they're jerking off in public? Oh, my mom oh. jerked off all the time. No, I'm just kidding. No, oh. my mom had a, a fire crotch, has. You know, I haven't seen her crotch in a while. Yeah. But she's actually a ginger. So I remember being like, fuck, dude. Like, I hope when I grab mine, it doesn't turn. <laughs> you were scared? Like, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, man. You know, and because we're European, like... My mom was naked all the time and really didn't hide stuff. There wasn't that American shame attached no, to no. vagina cleanliness. You too? Yeah. Nana, Nana was naked a lot. Lean into it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, well, my mom still walks around naked, like... Really? <laughs> ...in the house. Yeah, it's a very no Hungarian shit. thing. My aunt, my crazy Aunt Margaret, too. She like, sees UFOs, though. And, like, she'll walk in front of the windows, too. She doesn't oh, give yeah. a shit. But my mom used to have a douchebag, like an old-timey yeah. douchebag. You ever seen those? No, it's like Hot a... Hot water bottle. Yes! Mm. It's like a, a, a orangey-red, big... Red. ...plastic bottle. And then it looks just, like an inflatable milk oh, jug. Like a whoopee cushion yeah exactly yeah. Like a cushion, yeah. and then a black fucking spe- like a turkey baster yeah. and i was like what the fuck happens with this where do you put that and the idea that your vagina you put things in it that blew my mind the first time i saw a penis go into a vagina on a movie in a movie i was like that looks terrible what and movie I, was it oh god it's probably some i don't remember the exact film the cinema but I think I forgot. I just remember at some point putting it together and then being like, how can that you feel can good? You put stuff into it. It's like a fleshy purse. Right. Thank you. That is a nice. Uh, <laughs> Very nice. Fleshy, fleshy purse. It's going to be the new Louis Vuitton line. <laughs> I remember when we were in middle school, which was the most awkward time for all of us, boys and girls. You know, everyone's everyone's yeah. going through puberty and they're doing it at different rates. Yeah. Notebooks. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, so we were in gym and, and we used to have, they used to make us take showers after gym class. We're I like, why? That. Why do we have to do this? And like, you need to learn how to be, you know, shower in public. And, you know, oh, like, my God. So they would make us. And <laughs> no, nobody needs to learn that. Always make. Mean. And then, so you would see, like, at that, I want to say seventh grade, I think. I, That's so wrong. I had, like, yeah. pubic hair at that point, yeah, maybe but, seventh, eighth oh grade. Oh, my God. But I would see kids that didn't. And I remember looking at them and going, that's what it used to look like. Like I had forgotten <laughs> because I yeah. had hair. And kids were so anxiety-ridden to yes. do this because they don't want to get naked. So guys would get naked and they would hunch over and they would sprint into the shower and they would just run through one and get their back wet. And then they would go out and the one teacher would always stand at the doorway with a towel to make sure Ugh. that you went in there and did this. We're like, why are you making everybody? We don't want to do this, but well, you I, had to do it. I still don't want to shower in front of strangers. Yeah. I mean, when is that ever acceptable? No, I know. Let alone at the most vulnerable time in your development as a human being. <laughs> you like, know that? Right. You fucking kidding me? <laughs> so, it just yeah. reminded me that <laughs> Casey told me. <laughs> Your sex life is important, but your schedule is busy. You don't have the time to go to a doctor's office to get treated for your erectile dysfunction. Through HIMSS, now you can get treated for ED without stepping foot outside your door. 
HIMSS is changing men's health care by providing access to affordable sexual health treatments from the comfort of your couch. HIMSS provides access to doctor-trusted ED treatment, options such as chewable hard mints, brand name treatments like Viagra, or generic alternatives for up to 95% cheaper. The process is simple and 100% online. No uncomfortable doctor's visits. Start your free online visit today at hymns.com slash YMH. That's H-I-M-S dot com slash YMH for your personalized ED treatment options. Hymns.com slash YMH. Hardmints are chewable compounded products which are not approved by or verified for safety or effectiveness by the FDA. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Casey, where the dude's at, told yeah. me that he went to the Y. And you know, when the, in the Y, like in, in gym showers, sometimes there's the center column and it has like six shower heads all around mm-hmm. it. So, and you can hit basically some of them where you can hit it on, they'll all come on at once. So it's very loud, plus with like the tile and the way that those bats, so like the, the noise, it's very noisy, right? Like you can, you almost can't hear somebody talking to you in that, in the shower unless it's loud. Right. He said he was in the, the Y in the shower, and another guy from across, across the shower was like saying something to him, and Casey was like, I can't hear you. <laughs> I can't hear you, man. And the guy was like, da, da, da. he was like, yeah, I, I can't hear you. And they're showering, like they're naked. And then <laughs> he got closer. And the other guy goes, uh, you ever jerk off with another dude? Okay. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he invited him over to say that. And then Casey said he <laughs> Casey said he just went. Nah, man. And then turned around and walked away. And I was like, what are you going to do now? He was like, not go back to that gym. <laughs> I was like, Ever. dude, God. that guy harassed you, basically. Yeah. He harassed you Big in the time. shower. Yeah. I like that he was yelling that yeah, for a while. Like, yeah, you ever jerk off with another guy? I said, you ever jerk off when you ever touch dicks with another guy? Let me, let me come around there. Make it in wet. And do you want to know something that would never happen? That would uh, never happen between women. Yeah. There, I have never not. been proposition or preposition. Preposition. Hey. Thank you. Hey, you Thank ever you, finger Christine. your cunt? You ever finger your cunt? Yeah. You ever put two fingers in your ass when you're touching your pussy? <laughs> Let me come around there and talk to you, you real quick. Your tits and squeeze your cunt real hard. He yelled the offer. He yelled it. How do you yell the offer? And and, and Casey said he just kept going, huh, man? What? (laughs) The audacity of somebody just kept yelling it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he wanted some. Have you ever jerked your dick (laughs) with another dude in the shower? Unbelievable. That's crazy as fuck, man. You know, it's so. You know, I was just remembering too. I went to a, a like a preschool where they made us girls and boys shit and pee together. What at the same what? time, like yes. on a schedule? No, no, no. It was like a row of toilets, and boys and girls went and shit and piss together. So there was never a separation of the gender. And I remember being like, "Fuck." 
that I was yeah. terrified to to do a number two. I never shit it in. in preschool. Yeah, because I was I didn't want to shit. And then the boy I have a crush on is gonna come in here and <laughs> of see course. me shitting. Are you out of your fucking mind? Nobody wants to do that. And UC Santa Cruz has uh, co-ed showers and shitters. Too. Really? Yeah. So you'll fucking you're in college, and here you go. You're taking a shit, and the guy that you like is next to you. Can you even imagine? Let me let me tell you something. Yeah. Guys will get off on that kind of shit because we're of pigs. Course. Yeah, of course. Like they couldn't wait to go in and destroy a toilet while some cute chicks in there that they're not interested in. Like, oh, oh, or even went in there and blew it up, man. She was even better. She, <laughs> she was got her to gagging. Even better, a guy wants to like, I gotta take a leak, but I I know this girl just went to take a shit. I'm gonna yeah. go right next to her and be like, taking a shit. Yeah, <laughs> you shitting, huh? <laughs> you shit cute too, girl. <laughs> Sound you know, like a real cute shit. Do you know how much of a phobia there was when I went to when I moved from Milwaukee to Florida, transferred high schools. I transferred as a freshman, so obviously as a freshman, you take every you know, in high schools you always take you know your cues from the upperclassmen, right? So in the locker room, uh, spring football comes, and the upperclassmen are showering after practice. This is juniors to be seniors, mm. all of them, all of without exception, all of them. With their boxers on, of course, really, yeah, and so, so we're the sophomore. So as a freshman, you're like this. I mean, especially if you're new, I was like, this is weird. We're gonna shower with with our boxers on, but then you can't be the one who's like, fuck that. I'm gonna I'm gonna right. be the Rosa Parks of this team <laughs> <laughs> and take these boxers off and show you guys my dick. Like you have to shower, and it just I thought it was so weird. But then after a year, I realized that there's new freshmen, and I'm like, well, I'm not, like you can't. Who? How are you going to break that right. practice? The you cause. Can't. You're yeah. not going to fight for that. Fuck no. no. So I just shower with boxers on of for course. four years. Well, I think it's demeaning uh, for men that they make you guys whip your dick out in public and piss next to each other at urinals. You know that, I don't know why that's do you know acceptable. That what's totally American? You have to keep your eyes on the road or people are going to look at you weird. But you know what's totally American? And I didn't realize this for a while till I started traveling more. It's very American to have partitions at... at public restrooms like in in public play, restaurants and any public if you go to europe if you go to south america you go and you pee and there's no partition everybody's dick is out with you you're shoulder to shoulder it's just interesting though right that like we're the ones that have the the well, modesty yeah, it's dignified it's more dignified and we're a puritanical yes. culture we don't like sex yeah, we're sex negative but that's nothing to do with sex taking a leak you shouldn't have to uh, show your junk to strangers yeah it's stupid I, I was uh i had the pleasure of watching a dad educate his young son on how to use a stand-up urinal at a sports event i was at a ravens game so it's halftime congratulations on your victory thanks world <laughs> champions super bowl 47 world champions uh, we were, you know, you're in line, and when it's halftime, it's like 10 deep at every urinal, and you're just waiting for the guy in front of you to finish. So they're next, and this little kid, you know, and uh, he's all excited. He's going to pee standing up in this urinal like a big boy, and uh, the guy in front of him goes up and pulls his pants down. He's taking a leak, and the kid runs up, and his dad <laughs> grabs him by the hood, and he's like, whoa, 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 back here, son. That guy farts will blow your face off. I started <laughs> laughing so hard, like watching him teach his kid how to piss in a fucking crowded public restroom. Because the other one, I went to... It would blow his fucking face. It would. So it would blow his, his ass is right, right in his mouth. Right like, his mouth. Oh, oh, dad. Yeah, 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 you don't get up there on top of that. That guy might have to fart. Uh, but I, when I first moved to California, a couple years after I was here, I went to see Mexico and the U.S. play down at um, the Coliseum. 
How Mexican was that audience? It was 98% Mexican. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. Oh, well. I, I was like rooting for Mexico at that yeah. point. I was like, ah. They threw fucking unopened beer cans at the police. The police were all over the place. Holy Jeez. shit. And we went to the men's room. It's the only time it's ever happened anytime I've ever been in a restroom. And they just said, fuck it, and started pissing on the floor. No. And you waited. You literally, you sh- I had to throw my shoes and socks away after it was, Ugh. fuck, they were like, fuck waiting. And I told a dude about it recently. He's like, my friend was there. He told me. I'm like, you, your shoes and socks were, you were sloshing through urine because they were just pissing right on the floor when well, you walked why, in. Why bother going in that room then? Just piss outside. Well, you, you know, you can't piss in it. I mean, that's, come on. That's disgusting. Uh, um, I got this, uh, I got the, the you want to hear the, the new one? This is the, yeah. we're talking about people who want to make their news interviews YouTube worthy. Significant. Across town, residents are now picking up the pieces as well. Large hailstones, destroyed mobile homes, busted out windows, and car tail lights. Man, them jokers was big. Size of a quarter doggone. Many said it sounded like nothing they've ever heard before. He said, Kapoya, Kapoya. <laughs> and the boy that hell just came in. I looked at my, opened my door and I looked at my door and started hitting me in my head. I took off running, ran to my restroom, and then I called my mama to see what she all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kapoya. Kapoya. Man. man, them jokers were size of a quarter doggone. Many said it sounded like nothing they've ever heard before. He said, Kapoya, Kapoya. <laughs> man, them jokers were big. He said, Kapoya, Kapoya. And those man, them jokers were big. This is you on the keyboard, isn't it? Yeah. Look at that ivory. My mama was doing what she all right. Size of a quarter doggone. It's hot, man. That's that fire right there. What a what a wonderful era we live in. Well, people <laughs> remix to auto tune. People. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, when they said that they sounded like something they'd never heard before, I thought they were talking about the woman talking. <laughs> that definitely sounded like something I've never heard before. Um, right, so wait, let's talk. Let's talk a little bit about um, Julie. Let's talk about Julie. Yeah, we don't. We, we've never had her on the podcast uh, before. Julie is. Let's be honest between us. My favorite cousin. No. Mm. This is very uh, true. I can you're confirm. My, you're my favorite cousin, too. It's true. Oh, she and I guys. are... Uh, you're 29. I'm 36. Yeah. We grew up together. She grew up in Riverside. I grew up in the Valley, but you'd come visit all the time. How are you cousins? What's the... Our fathers are brothers. Okay. And she's actually like first cousin, and I would say so close that I consider her a sister, as well as mm-hmm. my other cousin. Oh. Um, but I love Choo Choo and uh, Julie and I have similar tastes and shit we like the same food we like a lot of the same uh, music uh, Julie is fond of if I may be so bold uh, punk music uh, growing up yes yes uh, tattoos you still have <laughs> Please continue. I'm sorry I interrupted. Who is this, Julie? You don't know? Rudimentary Peni. Do you know the name of the song? Yeah, it's Cosmetic Plague. 
Oh, sorry. My husband doesn't understand like white people music. He has the music and the taste of a seventh grade girl. So this is totally foreign to him. <laughs> sorry. So about rudimentary peanut, what are kind of punk are they? Like there's different types of punk, right? Uh, I guess they would be considered anarcho punk. Okay. And what's that? They're calling the anarchist philosophy mm-hmm. and all that shit. But Nick Blinko, the, who does the vocals of that, was a pretty weird guy. He was actually in a mental institution. Really? Uh, when, you don't say. As a teenager. Hmm. <laughs> he talks, oh yeah, he sings about weird shit and the hearses and but there's but there's anarcho punk and then there's like oh there's, look I grew up when there was too one too many punk. offshoots okay so how many what are we talking oh too many what, but what, what were I, you into but what I was into is uh you got your crust punk okay your crust punk what's that what's that oh uh, well, it's kind of a heavier than anarcho but it's uh, like who? The same philosophies uh well crust uh, you could consider uh there's a uh, like nausea and doom hmm. Good stuff, but yeah, there's nausea. That's nausea right there. That shit queued up. <laughs> she knows it from Is like that... the first three drum beats. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. Do. That's cross I pop. Do. I do. Cross. <laughs> so this is like your favorite shit right here. Oh yeah, I love nausea. This is what you drive it? home to and shit Cyber right here. God. Like when I'm driving my car and. Like when Tom, Christina said he has a taste for, what, a seven-year-old girl? Would you say? I'm sorry. He's a seventh-grade Seventh girl. grade. So when yeah. he's rocking with his windows up to Kelly Clarkson and he looks over at you in your car, <laughs> this is what you're fucking playing? <laughs> this shit to me, and this is, I, I'm, I'm admitting that my musical taste is very limited and uh, it is very elementary maybe. I don't know. I like a lot of old-school hip-hop. I don't think that that's that weird. Well, you know what the unifying uh, 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 band of between punks and uh, uh, people who are into hip hop? What's that? And the I, rebellious I find nature it of it. Very uh, uh, funny. Uh, a lot of punks, a lot of crust punks, love Dead Prez. Oh, really? They love Dead Prez. It's unifying. Interesting. It speaks to them the same way as uh, punk rock. Okay. <laughs> so it's about the Fuck message, the not the music. Yeah. Sticking yeah. it to the man. Yeah, yeah. Stick it to the man. Yeah. I think everybody can appreciate. Yeah. Um, this shit honestly always just uh, terrified me. <laughs> this type well, of music. I mean, seriously, I would hear this shit. I'd be like, shit, man. This is like, well, I, <laughs> sounds like someone's about to get robbed right yeah. now. It's yeah. a, can I tell you something? Because I grew up punk too, but I. <laughs> yeah. <sorry. laughs> what was that uh, one? I don't know. I didn't, but I didn't grow up like back in the day. It was like '80s punk. I liked the yeah, Dead Kennedys. Yeah, I liked yeah. the Germs, the Circle pistols. Jerks, the I Sex love Pistols. NBC. I don't even know what M- NBC. They're, they're part of the, oh, no MDC. Uh, they're part of the American hardcore. Oh, guys, I just want to take a nap. Just chill out. <laughs> I'm getting a massage. What are you doing back there? <laughs> Trying to meditate. Then I'm going to meditate. Yeah. Back here in the yoga studio. <laughs> doing my chakras. <laughs> chakras is open. I'm back in the dojo. I'm at the comedy club. <laughs> I'm at the comedy club, man. <laughs> man. You guys, you don't know what you're doing. Listen, this is advanced punk. Okay, that's yeah. varsity. That's this, crust. The shit that my cousin likes is varsity punk. But Julie's I, advanced. 
She's a, she's yeah. a new generation of the punkers. My cousin is uh, Julia's covered in tattoos. How many tattoos do you think you have? If you could quantify, I, I don't it. know. It's mostly pieces, so I'm not even sure. You have to talk into the mic. It's oh, killing me. Sorry. Yeah. Put your mouth. <laughs> You've now. No, it's, it's my fault. It's favorite. my fault because I said it. Up. Okay. Okay. It's my okay. fault. But it is going to be weird. Quantify how many how many tattoos uh, and what's your favorite piece? Let's talk about it. I, I don't know. I have, I have too many. Uh, I like almost all Are you all covered? Are you pretty much covered? Your 30? I, I am heavily tattooed. 30 or 40? <laughs> Would you, is that a re- re- uh, reasonable guess or no? <laughs> no, maybe. Maybe? No, no, okay. How many hours no, I, I, oh. of tattooing? I, you you know, people ask me that and I have no idea. Uh, like, I've just, that's how long I've been tattooed. I have no idea anymore. People ask me. How? No fucking. Clue. How often, as a heavily tattooed, I, I wonder this. It's just like it's probably like like really tall people <laughs> get fucking like annoyed. Like, do people every day go like, "What's up with that tattoo?" Or how Almost are the most annoying thing is people will grab my arm and twist it around. What? Like, oh, what do you have there? It's like really. Why the hell are you? You're touching, touching me? me. Why are you touching me? That's crazy. Yeah, the only people I'm okay with like. You know, looking at my shit that much in depth is someone else who has lots of tattoos right. too. But I don't like perfect strangers. Just I, uh, I don't blame you. Yeah, that was a great sitcom. I'll, I'll argue that was a great <laughs> sitcom. <laughs> I am, uh, and, and here's the thing: I can't even help myself. I I never bother tattooed people. I seriously, if a dude's like six eight, I know he hears it a hundred times a day. As soon as I meet him, I go, God damn, you're tall as shit, man. Like, I say the thing that he hears a hundred times <laughs> right. a day. And then in my head, I go, why the fuck? Because I can't help it. I can't no. help it. Like, you're huge as shit, man. And he's like, yeah, I fucking know. Yeah. Thanks. No. Yeah. yeah just one of those. Resigned. Yeah. I have a question for you. As a heavily tattooed person who clearly likes tattoos, is there any place on your body you won't get a tattoo? And I'm not being gross. I mean, like, neck, face. Is there any, <laughs> any off-limit? Wait, no, but you just you tattooed your bottom lip, remember? There was yes, this great- I did. You did? What's in your bottom lip? What's that say? Christina. <laughs> <laughs> I love my cousin. I love uh, my cousin. Cousin. <laughs> what does it say? Beer. It says beer. Beer? It still stayed. I thought, yeah, it's Yeah, good. they don't really stay in Do you have your world. neck tattooed at all? No, but I, only the back of my neck. But what did you do, side or anything like that? Yes, I would. The only place I won't get a tattoo is my face. The, that's just... Why? Why the, why the boundary of the face? What are you thinking? I, I don't know. That uh, It's just... Kind of way out there, and you think that someone who gets tattoos is kind of out there, but I some people just have their limits, you of know. Course. I don't want to, I know it's god damn it. Uh, speaking <laughs> of tattoos, this is the one I got this. right here. At least play the Tony Tribe, uh, uh, that one is way better. See, this, See is, how what she t- knows this is what Tom's it. cruising down the freeway right. listening to, uh, looking uh, over uh, in your car, and you're cranking uh, to that to cross. Sucks. <laughs> Do you know, this is my fucking trigger song. This, this song is what she hates the most. Red, red, she hates this I fucking hate this one right with you. Thank you. You hate it too? I hate this fucking song. Fuck really? The, this yeah. song's a piece no, no, of but shit. Who's the first guy? <laughs> because why? Because it's a Tony remake. Tribe version. And Tony okay. Tribe is, is the most amazing version. I hate okay. all. Is Tony Tribe a black person? Because yes, they stole is. this shit from black it's people. Old school that's why. Dance hall ska See? from the late sixties, early seventies. That's amazing. That's Trying to pass for fucking reggae. Like get your right. fucking hairspray that's reggae right. ass Fraudulent out of here. Fraudulent fucking bullshit. You fucking douchebags. Yeah. But anyway, mm. so listen, Julie and her husband have a business called CrustPunks.com. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. and you can buy 
every kind of punker t-shirt it's a really cool site it's really it's cool really they have a ton what of else shit. do you sell on there julie tell people uh, you know uh shirts pants bullet belts studs spikes patches a- everything uh, punk rock you can get punk from this rock site. accessories crustpunk.com yes crust punks with a oh, with an plural. s Crust, crust like a, you know, like a yeah. pizza crust, right. and it's also vegan right. friendly, right? Like, yeah, our, yeah, we do have non leather jackets, and because that's crust punk, isn't that like people that are earthy and stuff? Well, a lot of them are aggressively and I, conscious. I, I do gotta say, a big fan base are like those hippie sort of vegan anarcho sort of crusty bike punks. Mm-hmm. No know? idea what the fuck you're talking. No, about. Okay. <laughs> well, what makes them okay, crusty? Okay. I don't the stereotype of them. Yeah. You gotta have the dreadlocks. Oh, what that's is crusty. Okay. But what is crusty? White people with dreadlocks? Yes. Those are the worst, and right? Then you they have really like the some political shirt oh. or band shirt. Got have the tight black jeans with your band patches sewn on them, bullet belts. But what does crust punk represent? What does it mean to be a crust punk as opposed to just a punker? Well, you're just crusty and dirty. So you don't take showers. <laughs> That's foul as shit. So you're not That's seeing dicks in a shower. That is foul <laughs> as shit. So you, it's but just, you're heavily into the anarchist philosophy. Which is fuck the world. Well, Stick it to the too, man. But, you know, it's all about personal nope. McDonald's. Living the life that you want. Okay. And, but, I'm about you know, that. But respecting others, too, okay. at the same time. Happy meals. And not respecting you know, showers. Yeah, yeah, not respect. Why do you have to so be nasty? To do that? I don't understand. Why do you have to oh, be yeah, nasty yeah, as shit? All, a lot of them smell. Yes. But wait, why? Yeah, what's the? But what's you smell that? like coast, man. Because they don't give a shit. So That's so the whole thing. Ain't nobody uh, got time for that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Come on now. That's so foul, man. No, but they're good people. They're of the, course. The ones I like Ain't nobody got time for that. Yes, <laughs> So that's a whole new... You know what? I had a punker boyfriend when I was uh, in ninth grade, and he and his best friend had a contest to see how long they could go without showering. Two weeks. Two weeks. This is good. This is much better than the UB40. Way better. This is better. Because it's fucking real. Yeah. Yeah. Much... A hundred times better. You know what? I like the UB40 version much more than you. Fuck yourself. This guy is so much more soulful. I hate this shit. This shit sucks. Ska music sucks. That's this shit sucks. You suck. No. This sucks. This sucks. How dare you? This sucks. You suck. This is terrible. This is terrible. I can't believe that you would say that. Sucks. This is much better than UB40. I take this any day. Way better than UB40. This sucks. There is no UB40 without this fucking guy. Yeah. yeah. They don't have a song to cover. This guy can go fuck himself. Wow. So wait. What? What's in Neil Diamond did this song, right? Did he do this too? He's he's covered a lot of shit, right? Was and people cover him. Do I, don't I don't know. A lot of people cover his stuff. Cover him in income. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They shoot their jizz all over him, turning their heart light on all over his chest. Yeah. <laughs> Turn wait. On your heart. Go back to your boyfriend that didn't shower for two weeks. I want to. I was way into him too, and he was. Do you remember like him stink? Like, does it stick with you? And here's the sad part: (laughs) he didn't wear patchouli. No, I love this guy so much, and he had a mohawk, and he was a real gnarly punker. And I remember the filth on his arms was so caked, a layer of dirt dirt. that just don't wash off. Yeah, but he was cute. (laughs) I liked his breath smelled like Marlboro Reds, and at the time, I was really into that. 
you know, I was uh, fucking, I was, I was in uh, ninth grade, you know, what do you expect? I didn't like, listen, I didn't fucking like Justin Bieber or the New Kids on the Block or whatever bullshit, all right? I like gnarly punker guys. And I like how she's, your wife is what? staring you down saying it as if you did yeah, like yeah, those yeah, yeah. Like, I like them. You yeah. did. Well, Nar- New Kids on the Block? You love them. You have the poster in our bedroom. That's Why are you personal. Lying? What was your it's band? Personal. What was your band in ninth grade? Fuck you! <laughs> who, who was your band in ninth grade? Be honest. And be honest. Was Enjoy McIntyre solo. <laughs> Which, was it which? Sisters, Sisters with Voices? Who was that was seventh grade. SWV. SWV yeah. I remember SWV. That shit's so much better than that bullshit song you made me play. Oh yeah, my that shit God. sucked. I can't believe you. It, yeah, look, this is for you. Fuck you! That's for you. Wow. Can you believe that? No. What about the Dead Kennedys? Play the Dead Kennedys. That's better than that. I was. I was playing. You were playing Too Drunk to Fuck, and that's a really good song. I like this. Yeah, let's fuck some shit up. That's what, whether you like punk rock or not, it it, it makes you want to just fuck shit up. I love it. Like, I want to take a baseball bat and just go beat shit. I love it. Uh, To be young. I love it. And then it'd be punk rocker or with punk rockers. It's nothing but being drunk and getting UTI infections. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Nasty. Yeah, what were you into, yeah. Ryan? What did you like in high school? I listened to everything. I really, uh, I was into hip hop. I was into um, rock, Cross heavy punk. metal. <laughs> uh, the punk we've talked about. Yeah. Sex Pistols, Day Kennedy. Well, I, I like never, I never ventured very far down that. Green Day. No, <laughs> I know. I just said it on no. purpose because wow. real punk people fucking hate well, hearing they that. Absolutely do. That's how I know she jumped on it right you get away. Shanked. Um, <laughs> when we, I, you know, I was, I went to a ton of concerts because we had no parental supervision. So I saw. Of course, so did I, I. My first concert ever was we convinced our dad to let us go with. An, so it's me and my brother convinced him to let us go with another friend who convinced his dad. We are in the seventh grade. This guy's dad drops the three of us off together at a place called Meriwether Post Pavilion. It was like an amphitheater. Under certain rows were under this, and then you had the lawn seats. And we had the last row <laughs> under the amphitheater. And there's three seventh graders, and it was uh, Metallica, Master of Puppets, okay, with Cliff Burton alive. Okay, Hetfield was young; he had broken his arm skateboarding, so they had a guy backstage. So we're watching them do their Master of Puppets, and then Ozzy Osbourne was the ultimate sin. They opened for him, so that was our wow. Metallica. Ozzy was our first concert. That's that's pretty. Fun that's, to pretty with. that's pretty, pretty dope. That's pretty decent. And then, you know, we went and saw the Beastie Boys and Run DMC on the oh, Together Forever I'm so tour in mad. D.C. I never nice. got to see the Beastie Boys. Have you heard uh, Beastie Boys' old stuff when they were punk rock? Yeah, well, they used <laughs> to come to smaller venues in Maryland. There's this one called Michael's 8th Avenue, and they do, like, boxing and shit like that on weekends. It's a big enough venue, and the Beastie Boys will come through and play those venues, and they would do all the... Yeah, you know, hardcore. Yeah, where they punk. were playing their punk stuff, like Cookie Puss back in the yeah, day and yeah. all that stuff when they had four Beastie Boys and... Uh, so we went to everything, ACDC, Van Halen, uh, fucking uh, ton of hip-hop shows. We saw, but we were lucky to see everything because no, there was no one to say no. If I had right. the money, I was like, I'm in on that. Of course. Grateful Dead, whoever I saw, we could. That's awesome. Ninth grade, I saw uh, Cypress Hill nice. and Public Enemy. But wow. my favorite album when I was in ninth grade, I found... This is my favorite album in ninth grade. I this song. This is just a Nancy, I was 14. Right? No, this is a... That's oh. that beat. Yeah, it's just so It's too short. Bomb, bomb. Oh. I think UB40 stole this, too. <laughs> yeah, he might have. It made a really crappy... 
Yeah, they stole that. Si- they're sampling that I Sister Nancy Sister beat. Nancy. But this is not that. This shit sucks. I like Sister Nancy. No, Sister Nancy's great. My cousin, um, the one that smoked PCP, he had a friend <laughs> whose mom lived in Northridge. We were in Maryland. And his friend was out here visiting his mom and picked up Easy E and NWA and brought it back and was like, you need to hear this shit. So my cousin gave us Easy E. We were in like eighth or ninth grade. We were way ahead of the curve on the East I'm Coast. I'm sorry, ahead of the curb. I'm sorry, curb. I curb. apologize. That's my bad, guys. Like mm. curb, man. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> so we were way ahead because this West Coast connection coming in mm-hmm. and. When we heard Easy, we were like, what the fuck yeah. is this? So we start telling everybody, like, you got to hear this Easy, And they're like, you mean uh, DJ Easy Rock with Rob Bass? I'm like, nah. <laughs> nah, nah, nah I don't mean that at all, nah, man. You have real. no idea. West Coast. So we were lucky to be way ahead on the Easy es and the NWAs. I remember when uh, on Yo! MTV Raps, when Fat Five Freddy was out here on a pickup truck, and he was rolling with Easy e and, like, not even the rest of NWA, just eight guys with machine guns, and they were driving through like Compton. He was like, and, and Fab Five Freddy was like, yo, this dude's the new shit. He's real, and these are real guns. And then he was like scared yeah. to be out doing the show with Easy E. He's like, this motherfucker's crazy. Easy E was like, yeah. That's how he introduced Easy E to like MTV. It was uh, on UMTV Raps. This is the shit, this song. This is one of my yeah. favorite songs it's of all time. Beautiful, yeah. Sister Nancy's the shit. That's a jam right yeah, it's there, really jam. son. You still like UB40 better, though? <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. They're so, real reggae. They real, that's real, real reggae. Legit. Yeah, Look, guys. whether you want it or not, you're getting UB40 tickets for an anniversary present. <laughs> no. Kill myself. Kill myself. No. You have to go. Uh, you gotta go. Fuck off. That's all make, I want. Make Vine videos all night. Do you guys remember, okay, at the time Easy e and MWA dropped in L.A., because I was an L.A. fucking band. Mm-hmm. Also, band. Sonic, yeah. they're a group, a rock group, I'm mm-hmm. assuming. Uh, like a hip-hop <laughs> jam band. Uh-huh. Jam band. A yeah, jam band. shop quartet mm-hmm. of yeah. sorts. It's like Fish. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, <laughs> yeah, a band. Uh, I don't know if you remember a little band called Sonic Youth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. And Cool Thing, that song Cool Thing dropped, and that shit blew my mind. Because Chuck D was in it, and he was like, yeah, tell about everywhere hurts. <laughs> You remember that part? You remember that? And fucking Kim Gordon was like, hey, cool thing. It's a down beside me. I'm Were so they happy. A California band. Talking about Sony. male white corporate oppression. I mean, that shit was pretty cool, too. You had to see. Didn't you get so much talent out here? Yes. Did you go see? Like, do you remember going to see a show and then like two years later, you're like, Jesus Christ, we saw oh. Guns N' Roses when they were whatever the fuck they yeah, were. Yeah, GNR was huge on the strip in the late 80s. Van I, didn't, Halen I was too, like 12 or? when that shit no, came out. They were out. too was big too for them, 84. But Jane's Addiction, oh, yeah. I saw those fools before they popped, I would say, in the late 80s. Uh, At X, what, the clubs just all over LA? On the Sunset and stuff? Strip. There was a huge like metal scene that averred. The Rainbow Roxy. Did you it averge? Did you averge yourself in it? You averge? <laughs> Did you averge yourself in all that music? I virginalized it. Did you try to curve your appetite? I curve it. Okay. <laughs> I remember that one of those. Re- <laughs> Uh, I worked on a reality show where this girl was like, I'm just, you know, I'm just emerging myself in this culture, you know? Emerging, and, yeah. yeah. And I just emerged myself in it, and that's how I'm right out of that, that shit. Yeah, emerge. Oh, yeah. Here I come. <laughs> I love that shit. 
There was, you wanna, you know what was cool too was uh, the Riot Girl shit when I was in high school, like Riot Bikini Girl. Kill, Seven Year Bitch. Oh, all that stuff came out of LA too. That was pretty fun. Do you want to uh, play that uh, the video we were talking about earlier? I would love to play this. This has been sent to us oh. countless times, and yeah. it just hasn't made its way onto the show. We were talking about it today. Um, it's a pretty, I think it's somewhat well known clip um, from a, a episode of Lock Up. Um, oh, I fucking love Lock. I can show. watch that shit all Lock day. Well, we have sexual vibes, right? So you got a bunch of men locked up in one place. All of them get hard. All of them torn and all of them got sexual desires. So what are they going to Sad. Sounds bad. bad, yeah. Mm. Too bad. Doesn't oh, work. Well. It's about a guy talking about prison sex and getting booty. Getting booty. Uh, oh, booty yeah. Works. Yeah. Yeah. I like that booty. was creepy. Yeah. Was so but he good. had the beanie and the glasses. Yes. 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 That yes. guy. That guy. Is he the same guy that figured out that you could take light bulbs and crush them up into p- powder and then put your feces and urine? He would let it <laughs> marinate. <laughs> for like months and then when the cops would come he would throw it in their face and natural reaction they start rubbing their eyes and the, the glass digs into their skin and then the feces goes in he, he was proud of his shit of himself like that's, that's my shit right there I can't yeah, was that. The, this was the guy who was like we could do this the easy way yes. or we can do it yes. the hard yes. way yeah. look at you Julie's a Rolodex you are <laughs> Well, we have oh, yeah, this is the guy. So That's him that did that. The most uh, memorable story that the police told us was about the place and importance that Booty has in a maximum security penitentiary. And he went on about it and on about it. In his prison, Booty. Booty was uh, more important than Booty. <laughs> a man's butt. Is this Daryl Wright? <laughs> <laughs> he looks just like it. It was more important. <laughs> I'm sorry. It was more important <laughs> having some Booty. A lot. Was more important than drinking water. Wow. The guy's getting deep with it. I like booty. <laughs> tell our crew Sound clip how right he there. used to satisfy his sexual desires, especially during the 1970s and 80s. I fuck when booty. He was most active in prison security. His most active. That's my security was when lax. I see one, and he looks good to me. When I go see him, I say, "Come on." Come here. I said, I'm telling you what. Uh, I like you. And I want you. I want you. And uh, uh, we can do it the easy way or the hard way. <laughs> so the choice is yours. Buddy. Choice is yours. Terrible. Is that really a choice? And it was always yes. It was always yes. Johnson always also yes. had a warning uh, for the new generation of inmates. Hilarious. They might be asking for trouble. He talks old-timers. about pants sagging. You know, they got this thing. Johnson even let the lockup crew know that when he was in his prime, prime. they wouldn't be safe from his advances either. 
if y'all had been in her back then in them days, and as much as I like booty, I probably felt one in y'all butt. <laughs> and y'all was walking past me. And dared you to say something. Dare you, I dare you to say something. Wow. I touched your ass. I want to know what the hard way is. I was going to say. <laughs> like, you can choose I got a pretty good idea, right, actually. You choose a shank up your ass. Yeah. It's your yeah. choice. Yeah. I got a real good idea what the hard way is, actually. <laughs> I like booty. I like booty. <laughs> Could you imagine? that? And that's another strictly male thing where they're like, we need to fuck so much that we'll be... It's called, I believe, situational homosexuality. Mm-hmm. Happens in the Middle Where's East women a lot. Where's women? Don't, don't put a title to We'd it. We'd be like, oh, it's true. No, it's I'm not. just going to no, go it's called situational homosexuality. The, in the Arab culture, the same way happens because they, they can't do it with chicks and then they... I can't imagine, I mean, on many levels, how horrible prison is, but to be uh, surrounded with nothing... But dudes, mm. and for who are in there forever, for life, mm. and all that aggression and testosterone. You just better hope you have a cool celly. <laughs> <laughs> they showed. Did you see the? Did you see the lockup where they had the guy? He looked like uh, just kind of a kind of a little rougher Kenny Rogers. <laughs> he, had, he had like shoulder length hair, had a beard, and. and and he I'm gonna fuck uh, the gambler later. <laughs> I'm gonna fuck the gambler later. He was uh, he was uh, he was in Kentucky State Prison, and he said uh, he he just you know kind of he had glasses, older guy, and they were like they were they were like tell us about you. He's smoking. He's you could tell him the way he's looking at the camera crew and the producers. He's like not into them. You know, he's just like mm-hmm. kind of showing them like mm, I'm not really a fan of this whole thing, anyways. So they're in his cell, and he's like, yeah, um, yeah, I had. I had a cellmate, and then the cell cellmate got moved to another prison, or he got moved to a cell, and he was on his own. And he was like, I like being on my own. So then one day, they gave him a cellmate, a new cellmate. After he'd been alone for a while, he, and he told the warden, I don't want a cellmate. And they were like, well, that's too fucking bad. You have a cellmate. And he was like... I don't like, like where this is going. He was like, well, <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change that, because the, the, the warden told him, the only way you're not going to have this cellmate is if you get move to whatever the other prison some other pri- a worse prison and he was like all right so he goes so i just one night i just um you know i asked the guy like if he wanted something to drink he said yeah and he turned his back and then i just i just killed him i like choked him i cut his head off or Great. something crazy oh, yeah. and then he told the warden he was like what's up now now i have a cellmate how <laughs> <laughs> about that the, studio apartment yeah, the warden was like yeah you're right man you don't have a cellmate anymore nah. and then now he's on his own he's shoe. like now I got my own cell now, now I'm by myself huh? <laughs> see, how, see how it all works out yeah. in the end guys it's all, <laughs> it's, it's all it's one pos- death positive yeah. thinking yeah. that's all it yeah. requires Just you know kill it's, that guy. it's so amazing to me how uh, Ryan you were talking about how the, the guy grinds up the, the light bulb yeah and then like, he puts a- shit in it or I something. feel like it might have been that same dude I feel like but don't you feel like these guys are quite resourceful and actually really intelligent and had they had the wherewithal to apply this intelligence <laughs> to something <laughs> constructive yes you could yes. be fucking Bill Gates the criminal dude. mind yes it's you would so you would smart. cure cancer if you right. would fucking put that kind of effort into this <laughs> right. shit just harness this like he power, really thought that out like I'm shitting and pissing suits with little yeah. tubes and Test tubes, like a little like Bill Nye, yeah. the prison guy. Yeah, just fucking. I saw one one time, and and uh, I I always say that you know Daryl Wright was in prison in Baltimore, and I used to say that we would drive by and throw Jolly Ranchers at the windows <laughs> uh, because well, I watched a lockup one time, and they talked about the barter system oh, yeah. in prison. So there's this one guy who's like 
he's like the the fucking Seven Eleven. You know what I mean? He's yeah. got candy bars and Jolly Ranchers and all that kind of shit. And you can come to him with real cash, pay him for the shit, take it back to your cell, enjoy it. But if you don't have money, you're allowed to borrow, right. and that's cool. So Tom comes in, he's like, "Look, I don't have money. All right, well, this is five dollars worth of shit. Like, I'll pay you next week." During that time, you, Christina, can come along, buy his debt, and oh. then he's your fucking bitch. Oh, so as soon as you're in debt in prison, terrifying. if someone comes up and goes, I'm going I'm to give you that $5 for Tom oh Segura, now you're theirs. And that's they were like, never get into fucking so debt. So never borrow money. Never, never buy anything in prison, never, ever. No. Never. What's Just the other one? Oh, this guy told me who got locked up. Um, he said they showed them a video, <laughs> a video when he first got to prison about... Basically, to prevent rape. Um, So he said, what'll happen is if you're a new prisoner, um, you'll leave your cell. No, they said, like, you'll (laughs) leave your cell and you might come back and there'll be a candy bar on your pillow. And if you eat that candy bar, now you owe whoever put that candy bar a favor. Oh, fuck. So he said in the video, he's like, they made us watch this video. Where, like, it said, like, in a really, like, um, you know, like a, 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 thor- like a, a teacher-like conference way. Like, you were watching an instructional video, like, how to sell a fucking used car. <laughs> I'm said, not the good ass yeah, rape. They said, like, he said, like, it's like, if somebody leaves a candy bar on your pillow, make sure you go out to the common area and say, whoever left this, I'm not interested in eating this candy bar. And then leave it outside of your cell. Um, that that gives the message that like you let everybody know that you didn't eat it. And I go, well, who did that? He's like, nobody did that. People would take the candy bar, throw it out of their cell, and be like, fuck that shit. Whoever left me this shit, <laughs> fuck themselves. <laughs> um, but that was people did it every time, and that like if you ate that bar, it, it was on. <sighs> like you're gonna crazy. get fucked. It's fuck so that. Scary. Yeah. I, I like it happened so many times. Finally, the prison's like, man, maybe we need. We need to make a video, man. Yeah. We let these guys know. There's a lot of ass rape going yeah. on here, man. I feel bad for him. This you guy was act. in here for grand Jim, Jim, you could always act. <laughs> you play. Yeah, you should play the guy that doesn't want to get ass raped in this, man. You'd be good uh, at that. And Kevin, you could direct. <laughs> So terrifying. All right, we got to wrap this shit up. All right. Um, God, this was fun. Thanks for coming yeah, and doing the show. Guys. Thank you for having thank me. You guys. I love your mom's house. Um, I love, you guys. love what so you've done with fun. the place. Uh, please go to your mom's house podcast.com. Um, thank you for all your support. Please, if you live in the LA area, uh, get tickets to our April 16th show at Flappers. It's a fundraiser for Theo. <laughs> And um, you can get tickets to all our shows coming up. Also, uh, crustpunks.com, Julie's website. Yeah. Um, and uh, ryansickler.com. Ryansickler.com. On Twitter, you're at Ryan Sickler. At Ryan Sickler on Twitter, thecrabfeast.com. Thecrabfeast.com, the great Crab Feast podcast, yes. at Christina P. At Christina on Twitter. Um, at Tom Segura. At Fartface. At A- Fartface. Fartface. All right, that's it. That's been our show. Thanks for joining us. Thank we you, mommies. You. We love you. Pull your jeans up. Wear them as tight as you can. As high and as tight as possible and never let them blow. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if you're in prison. Never leave them Keep those jeans on. Ever. Playback.
funky drummer. Used to keep your heart, cause I know you got a soul. Listen if you're missing y'all, swinging while I'm singing. Give it what you're getting, knowing what I'm knowing, while the black band's sweating in the rhythm I'm rolling. Gotta give us what we want, gotta give us what we need. Our freedom of speech is freedom of death. We got to fight the powers that be. Fight the power. Don't worry, me, I'm the number one 